Hey guys. Hey, what's up everybody? It's Marlisa. EJ. And we're that couple, but we might not be that couple soon. Why we, is that? Well, no, are not, we breaking up? No, I meant like we might be changing the name of our podcast. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I just kind of panicked a little bit. <laughs> what if blurred. I did that? It, that? I mean, this would be the most what would you do? retarded way to break up somebody over a podcast. I would never do that. And then First just, of all, I would never... I wouldn't I mean, think about that. That would be the most awkward podcast. What would we be talking about? I mean, exactly. That would be like, like the rest of it would be like, okay, what did I do? And then they what could I do better? We would I'm just, just hash out all of our dirty laundry on a podcast. Oh my God, oh my. that's genius. A breakup on a podcast. That's not genius. <laughs> that's kidding. such a bad idea. That's, <laughs> a, that's the worst. You got to be a terrible human being to think of that. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it would be pretty entertaining for the listeners. I mean, I'm pretty sure somebody would have just done that. Yeah. I wonder who that, I mean, that's a poor soul for, for one. Yeah. But anyways. How do you feel, babe? Uh, wow. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm good, but extremely tired. Um, Me too. Uh, this, we had a pretty good uh, past couple of days. Uh, it's been very busy for us. Right. And, you know, we had Valentine's Day has just passed Thursday. So oh, yeah. basically this... that's, yeah, that of course is... You know, definitely if you're in a relationship, it's obviously... Is it you exhausting? Wanna, you want to... Well, here's the thing. It, it's it's the whole the, the whole weekend. That's what it really is. But is when it, it? Yeah, so I'll explain. So usually when it comes to Valentine's Day, you want to impress your significant other. Bottom line. And definitely I went ahead and uh, especially for okay. you, got you all the stuff Hold you on. like. So this is interesting. Yeah. We're about to get into a guy's perspective of Valentine's Day. Okay, go ahead. Thanks for explaining that. So, <laughs> I got the uh, Thin Mints for her. I got... Which I'm meating now. Yeah. The last row. Do you want... No. Oh, I you, got into the second box. Oh, you, that's, a, that's the emergency box I got you. So, well, I got I her two boxes it? of Thin Mints, which she's already tapping the second one. It's, I'm helping her out. But anyway, got that chocolates. Got her Valentine's card. Uh, balloons wine that she's drinking it's one of the ones that we actually started out um it's a provisioner red one of our favorite local arizona wine do our audience know how we end up liking provisioner what became our wine you can tell them the story okay well maybe a little bit later Since you love to talk i'm just so, kidding <laughs> i do i do i, I feel like talking. you take over this podcast like i'm just like well no I'm i think extra. i feel like you get more airtime you know what this should i be get more I, okay, I get more airtime. We should we should do a survey and we should post a question: Who talks the most in the podcast? You know what? You are the better talker, though. You have a way with words. Not really. Well, I, I'll I have a way with words. I'll say that, but not in the <laughs> best way. I think sometimes I I'll be honest with you. I feel like whatever comes out of my mouth, it sounds like really stupid. Mm-mm. Sometimes I can't even talk. Like I stutter and I can't pronounce my words. Like our last two podcasts, I'm. Just like, blah, 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 blah. You know what's so funny? You bring that, when you brought that up, like, that's how I feel like when I'm writing my Valentine's Day card, because obviously you know how it's already a message in there, and and I'm thinking, well, of course I gotta put my own two cents in there, right? And kind of like, I'm like, wait, I can't say, I can't erase, because this, this is a pen, I have to make sure everything's perfect. I'll write a few words, and I'm like, shit, I already messed up. So it's like, okay, what can I do from here? And that's how I felt, but long story short, my... I think I got my point across. Yeah. Know. It was a good Valentine's Day. You did good. So... Yes. Is Valentine's Day pretty stressful for a man? It depends. Like, I think if you do it at the very last minute, yes. Why? Last minute, I think, for a lot of guys, for one, if that's typical. So, every but, guy every guy is at the store. Imagine this. But you're, why? You're, at the, you're in the store. Valentine's Day. You just get the girls but, the basics, like flowers, chocolates, like literally but, the basics. But here's the problem, like uh, for a lot of guys with that, especially since it's on a weekday, most men will go ahead and do Valentine's Day right after work. Mm-hmm. 
unless you're that Rico Suave guy that will get order flowers to your girl at the workplace, you're usually doing after work. And every person and their mom, mom or their dad, whatever, they're in the store trying to get the flowers, which by the way, runs out pretty quick. They don't have a whole lot of flowers. So it's stressful to make sure that you do stuff on time. That's how it's stressful, not really what you're getting her or what you're doing well, it's for because you're, you're stressed out because there's only, like a lot of stuff is going away. It's already, like, if you want to get that certain flowers, it's gone. So you have to go, try, you have to be kind of, like, of course there's all these roses, cards, and you, at the same time, you want to be unique about it. And it's really hard when you have limited options on the shelf. Especially when you have, like, two or three options, which are pretty lame. I, on the other hand, learned from my mistakes. This year, I actually got out several days in advance. Yeah, he, Yeah. I woke up and it was already on the table. I was like, what the heck, like... When did he, where did he hide these, first of all? Second of all, like, I didn't even hear him. Like, uh, I, yeah, I was confused. And, of course, I got her roses, so I got I got her everything. You know, I, I love you very much, and I want to impress you. I love you, too. So I figured but, I'd surprise you the first thing in the morning. You know what? I want to point out, though, like, you did this for me, and obviously it was great, and it was, I wouldn't say it's extra special because it's on Valentine's Day, but I feel like you do stuff for me all the time. Like, this isn't. Like, I almost was mad at myself for posting it on Snapchat because I sent, like, I posted a snap, like, look what I woke up to. And I was, like, afterwards, I was, like, I'm kind of mad that I did that because, like. Why? Well, I just feel like I'm mad because of the reasons why I did it. Um, I felt like I posted it just because I had to. I felt obligated to because I'm, like, oh, I got to make sure everybody knows what Emmy did for me since everyone else is doing it. You know what I mean? But then it makes it seem like I just feel like it wasn't giving you. I don't know. I just feel like I should give you credit all the time. Because you do stuff like this for me a lot. Not just on Valentine's Day. Like, sometimes you'll bring home roses and, like, just, just like today. Like, you saw that I was, like, anxious, feeling anxious. And, like, you went and, like, helped me clean the kitchen. You know well, what I mean? Like, you do stuff for me all the time. And I just feel like I'm never giving you credit for the thing, the little things. that makes sense? Well, sometimes, babe, I, I, you know, at least speaking for myself... Um, you do things without having, you know, do, you know, asking for a thank you or you know anything back. You just do it because you love that person. I know. So, but, but no, I, I see what you mean. I'm more upset because, that. like, I just felt like it was more out of obligation. I think, and I just wish I just want people to know that you do stuff for me like that regularly. Thanks, babe. You hear that, guys? <laughs> I'm not a bum. Great. <laughs> But you know, and that and and Valentine's Day didn't exactly just end right there. We also made a dinner, which I, I think she posted Together. on Instagram. So you guys should check out what we made on Instagram. Yeah, as you guys know, it was a rainy day in Arizona, so we did want to do a picnic together, um, but it was raining, and then we didn't really want to spend a lot on dinner because we had a trip coming up. Not to mention the hassle so. of go, waiting in line for all the Valentine's Day couples that go, probably already went there. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we made uh, one of Marlisa's signature um, dishes. One of EJ's favorite. Meatballs. <laughs> spaghetti, spaghetti meatballs. Yes. Yeah, if we ever get fish as pets, like two fish, we're naming it spaghetti and meatballs. Thank you. I mean, this is all, this is all, we had an argument like a month, maybe a year. an argument. Here. That's because you wanted to name our dog, our future dog spaghetti and meatballs. That's, well, no, no, I, I would Just not. meatballs. Yeah, but that. That's a, I, that's a perfect name. I, I just feel like, would you name your daughter meatballs or your son meatballs? We're talking about a pet. But, we're not, we're okay, but dogs are like more like family, like they're your kids. Meatball is like a funny name for a pet, like. I always envision myself having a like a bulldog or a French bulldog. <laughs> I'm sorry. Without that type of name. I, I think it's perfect. I just don't think of dogs like just pets. You know? Well, I don't think they, of them just like pets. They're they actually are. like, I feel like they're more than that. They're like your, your child. And I wouldn't want to name our son or daughter Meatballs. I would. But that's me. No, you Otherwise, wouldn't. we're getting sidetracked. Just anyway. kind of bringing it back. So we, we had that. We made garlic bread. Um... She, her, the sauce that she makes is amazing um, with the spaghetti salad, of course. Got to get our greens in. <laughs> and then uh, some wine and um, a ton of chocolate. Yeah, it was wow. really nice. It was very intimate. We lit up all the candles. 
Yeah, and by, and Looked also into each other's eyes, and we sipped or what is it? We ate the noodle like Lady and the Tramp style. <laughs> and also, <laughs> we did. <laughs> and and the, and the funny part is that in the photo, uh, and it, and this is on Marley's oh, yeah. Instagram, is this with the state of Arizona in the background? Mm -hmm. Which, if, if you guys don't realize. Valentine's Day is also the birthday of our beautiful state, Arizona. Yes. So it was like, I don't know if people made that connection, but that's what I intended it <laughs> to be. You know, it, I, I believe uh, Arizona is now 107 years old. Wow. We celebrated our centennial in uh, 1912. Yeah. That's right. Or, well, no, we celebrated 2012. 2012. <laughs> we, were, we became a state in, two, in 1912. Right. Yeah. And that's when that license plate came and they have like all those signs everywhere. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. But and also to continue to continue that, we also the next day had went uh, and started our own trip to Page to mm -hmm. visit Horseshoe Bend and Antelope Canyon. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No, how you said it? No, I'm just saying. Like... <laughs> okay, all right. Sorry. Not that uh, like I'm mad about uh, the trip. I mean, it's like let's let's analyze this. It's like what? what yeah, well, let's remember well. what you did. I'm just okay. Kidding. I'm just kidding. But we um, definitely uh, the first leg of the trip. We it's a, it's a four and if in if anyone has um, have not done this, it's a four and a half hour drive from here to Page, where both mm -hmm. of those places are. Um, we uh, we was we uh, made a stop in Camberti. The first thing we always do whenever we go up north is visit Cliff Castle Casino. And yeah, I usually don't gamble. I do. <laughs> but EJ does. And tell us a little bit about that. I mean, sometimes I hit it, sometimes I don't, and I definitely did in this trip. No. Okay. How I much didn't. did you lose? You lost only like $20? No, I only lost like, I only brought in like 17 bucks. Yeah, so here's the thing. He gambles, but he doesn't, he's very, he's very controlled about it. He only does it with like throwaway cash that he has. Right, it was like seventeen dollars. I had socked away in a drawer, and we're not I just, talking hundreds here. No, not at all. Uh, I, I, you know, I only bet small, and that's that's it. And didn't win anything, but usually I, I'm the type of person when I go to the casino, I'll gamble, and if I lose it all, I'm done. I'm I'm out, mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah. However, I um I think last time I went to that same casino, I won ninety two dollars on, on on fifteen bucks. Yeah. That was yeah. good. I remember yeah, that. so you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but you that win some and you lose some. But some, hey, it's always fun to gamble a little bit, especially on a trip like that. Um, yeah, we went to there, went to Flagstaff. Um, we picked up some wine on, on the way. Oh, we um, went to Whole Foods. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was really cold over there. Uh, not a whole lot of snow as we expected, um, but we just went from there. We just went, went straight to Page. And in Page, it's kind of a, it's a really small town. It's in, I believe, in the Navajo, um, it's, it's a Navajo reservation, I believe. Hopi? I think it's Hopi. You sure? No. Mm, I'm not sure. I, I thought it was Navajo. Maybe I thought I thought that's what they said. Maybe. But, but anyway, uh, we went over there, and for dinner, we went to this place called 48, um, State 48 okay. Tavern. So Talk we, yeah, we noticed that. Page isn't really the best place for eating. <laughs> they well, don't have a lot of, you know, they don't have a lot of um, variety when it comes to restaurants. Some of, like, the most popular one is actually closed because it wasn't in season. The one that's on the lake, it's called, like, the Rainbow Cafe or something. That one's, like, right on Lake Powell, and it's closed, but it reopens in late February. But... Um, State 48 was probably our best option. All the other ones kind of looked right. sketch. <laughs> but it was a good, decent place. Um, it was really good. What do you, what do you eat over there I got again? the chicken tacos. Okay. So that's, see, those were actually bomb. They were the chicken adobe tacos. Um, adobe. Was it a, a, adobe? Chicken adobo. Adobo. Mm -hmm. All right. Adobo sauce. Yeah. It would have sounded kind of weird, adobe bricks. <laughs> Yeah. That's what it sounded like. You had for and then dinner. you had the steak. I had the, it went big. I had the ribeye. It was like a, I think it was a uh, twelve ounce uh, ribeye steak and some mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. And then I had also had to polish it off with a uh, Grand Canyon Amber Ale, which was pretty bomb. So yeah, definitely recommend that place. It was good, kind of expensive, but it was still good. Mm -hmm. um, 
that was the only place that we with that I think was pretty good to eat for dinner. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, to be honest with you, save your money. Um, bring if you snacks. Can, we if, brought snacks. Yeah, bring snacks. Uh, like like she said, like after that, it's pretty much Taco Bell, Jack in the Box, Subway, Subway, Denny's. Yeah, not a whole lot of places. Like, I mean, but unless you, I'm sure, uh, and um, they have like those little stands where they uh, make the Navajo ta mm. uh, tacos. That's what we should have did. Which we, we should have done, but we didn't. I know. But it's maybe okay. that that would have been for the best because we already had like a lot. Yeah. We we, we snacked heavily. Yeah. Which we got. That's how we got by. Yeah. So next day we went, got up early. And went to Horseshoe, well, yeah, we went to Horseshoe Bend, and we got there at, like, 7.30-ish. Um, it's, so I guess, like, the parking lot is closed for construction for part of the day, for, from 9 to 4. We got there early enough that we were able to park right next to it. It's, like, a short, maybe, like, a quarter mile hike. Right. It's, it's really short. Um, just by the way, just to come back up a little bit. Um, if you're if you're in one of the hotels in Page, it's literally a six minute drive right to the actual spot. It's really close, so don't fret about you know how how far it is. The only thing you need to worry about is the timing where you go. Um, That's maybe, right. And maybe you want to. Yeah. Touch so on that. we went early in the morning, which we didn't realize because I I didn't know which way Horseshoe Bend faced, um, but it's on. It faces the east or the west. I'm sorry. And we went in the morning, so of course the sun rises in the east, sets on the west. So going in the morning is not really ideal because the sun isn't fully up in the sky to actually give light to the canyon. So it was pretty dark. So when you take pictures, you're getting like a some parts sunny, some parts dark. Um, so if you're looking to take pictures of it, um, they say that sunset is the most popular time to go. Or even if you go and during the noon, where I, I because I saw some pictures of people posting like right. that they went around close to the like around lunchtime, and you can still it's still beautiful no matter what time you go. It's just that you can definitely probably experience with the sunset would be the best. The only thing is that it is a heavily crowded place, especially that since they're doing construction. So if you're the type of person that absolutely does not want too many people around and you want to park as close as possible not have to deal with the shuttles right. go again probably it would be best if you just did like how we did um go away before 9 a.m and you can kind of you know enjoy it with more space and more uh, right. more peace of mind yeah but yeah it, i mean i thought it was a beautiful over there it I, was I, gorgeous i would like, love to go, take a raft down that that way how it kind of curves around oh yeah so we want to try to kayak down there we saw some people camping down at the bottom right um and they, it looks like they got there by boat um did it yeah i think i saw a boat on the shore and mm. it's funny because we were all looking down in the morning and then i could see the people coming out of their tents and i could <laughs> see them stretching up just doing the <laughs> um, you know it's like oh i freaking hate you i mean that's I like know. that's gotta be the best but it was cold it was really it cold. It was freezing. I think when we got out of the hotel that morning, like our entire, like yesterday, uh, the day before, it was no snow or anything oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, we woke up to snow. Right. That day, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was just caked our entire vehicle, like all the sides, the the windows and everything. And it was like, not just, it was like ice and snow. So luckily I, I brought my own, my some, some, I have like this ice scraper I keep like brought with me and I scraped all the ice off and the snow and it just it just took a little while but anyway over prepared Emmy for the win. Hey, you know, <laughs> just that's what I do. I I just think of things that you don't. I know, and there's always those moments where I'm like, I love that he's over prepared. Like, got it. <laughs> I got it. But but yeah, Horseshoe Bend was it's really cool. Um, I think next time we'll definitely try to see it in the the sunset time. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely, yeah. and um, right after that, probably, but after about an hour um, in between, uh, we stayed at the hotel for a little bit, and then around ten fifteen, we left to Antelope Canyon, mm -hmm. specifically Lower Antelope Canyon. Yeah, so there's Upper and Lower, and there's also like private, and I didn't even know this. There's actually other slot canyons, but those just those two are the most popular ones. But I'd like to see what the other slot canyons look like. They're right. a lot less, you know populated right so i think um i'm sure they're online there's one that was called rattlesnake that's right and then there's this, uh, these other ones that have like the, i guess the nap uh, indian name i just mm -hmm. 
don't remember for life of me. Yeah, I, don't or I, I definitely don't want to butcher the name. But uh, definitely, it'd be worthwhile to sit and take a look and see what they're about. Um, our tour guide, her name was Melanie or something like Melanie. that. Melanie. She mm-hmm. ha- actually, um, this happens to be a native uh, in Awatuki. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, she lives in Awatuki. Right. And she was, we were just talking to her, and that's how we found out about the other canyons and that they have their own beauty, their own, what makes them unique. So it just so happens that the lower and the upper Antelope Canyon is the most popular ones to go. Yeah. And also, um, and we'll get into the timing of that and everything, but just kind of what we experienced in Lower Antelope Canyon. There was about um, 70 people, I think, in their entire, in our group. No, there was 10 people in well, our group. There was 10 people, but that's the whole... just in our group and our, like, tour company. Right. Tour. So the time slot we had, there was, there was quite a few people there. It's just that it was broken up into groups of 10. And when we went down, it was we went climbed down eighty feet of uh, stairs. Yeah. Which is kind of also gets kind of um, very steep. The, the it's as if you're climbing down the ladder. So just yeah. FYI, if you're if, if you have some some deal with heights and narrow spaces, then that's something you need to keep in perspective going to this trip. Yeah. So if you're afraid of heights, it might be a little difficult for you. Um, but honestly, I feel like the. We went in the least populated, or the least, um, like, the month that doesn't have a lot of tourists. Right. I think we went in the slow season. Yeah. So, people typically go uh, towards the summer, I think. Right. And specifically, why in the summertime is because that, well, just just to to, uh, heads up, you can go in the the wintertime, summertime, lower Antelope Canyon is still beautiful. You can still get That's great right. shots. Upper yeah. Upper Canyon, I guess they say mm-hmm. the summer is the best time to go. And there's a specific time frame because the Upper Canyon is known for the light beams that come through from the sun. But it only comes to, uh, during those times of the months. Right. It's like, was it July or June? I can't it remember. It was June, July, said. August. Yeah. And it was like from 1030 to 1130 or something like that. Right. So and not only that, but you do need to plan ahead. You will have to... Um, they sell it really quick, so you need to get a reservation months in advance. They yep. say even five to six months. So if you guys are thinking of going this year, you should probably look into getting it now. Yeah. And so the difference between upper and lower, they say lower is more, you see a lot more colors. You get the the gold or the orange, the red, the purple, the blue, and then um, upper canyon is basically just red, like the golden tones. Um, and then they're kind of, they're shaped different. So upper, I think is more shaped like an A they said, and then lower is more like a V. Right. right? I mean, in kind of, uh, when we got it down to the, or maybe the, it's vice versa. <laughs> I can't it, remember. It could be, you could be right. Um, but the, the thing is that, um, there, one thing you also want to keep in mind and in our tour, I'll just talk about what, what specifically was allowed because they do have a lot of rules. Um, you can bring your phone, no backpack, no fanny packs. You can bring a bottle of water. Um, you're able, uh, you're able to take photos from your phone, just not video. If, they, ca- if they catch you, they will escort you out. You need a permit from the tribe to take video. But one thing I did really like, and I don't know if all, um, tour guides do this, but our tour guide like went over phone settings. They showed us like which, um, what, which pictures certain, um, tech companies used for background screensavers, like, Apple has like a popular one that they took there, Mac or was it? Or sorry, not Mac. Um, Microsoft. Microsoft, um, and they they taught us like how to take the best pictures, um, like which settings to put our phone at. Right. For the most part, as far as you know, this is just a big hey, you know, heads up when you go in the canyon. Make sure whether you have an iPhone, a Samsung, there is a type of picture setting called Vivid. That is the best one to use for the canyon. Just so just a heads up, if you guys are going to use your phones, that's the setting you want to have. Um, but in terms of the photos, we, we took so many photos in there. It's insane. I I, I, I looked at my phone. I'm like, holy crap. I, I can't know. believe I, I, I loaded my phone with And it was pictures. funny because me and EJ both wanted to just like savor the moment and just like enjoy the scenery and just like not use our phones. But like we kept saying, okay, this is, okay, let's put away our phones. And I kept like giving my phone to EJ to put in his pocket. But then another beautiful sight would come up. I'm like, okay, give me my phone. Like, 
All right, I gotta take just one last picture. Yeah, I mean, it couldn't help it. It's it's just gorgeous, like the, the mm -hmm. tones and the different colors. There's a lot of reds, oranges, blues. And you can make out different shapes, find different animals in the rocks. There's a there's one where there's like a woman. There's one where there's like a Indian. Right, there's a shark. Uh, there, there's even a not even the rock, but the the cutout of the how the rocks make for the for the sky. There's one with a seahorse, and then I think there is one with a lion's head. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's just and not also like it's a very narrow canyon, but there's some parts of the canyon opens up. Um, it's just it's just amazing like what um, the experience because when you go in there, it's just like. It's like it's like how do you how does it even happen? Like how does the how does something like this canyon even exist? Yeah. It's like way too perfect. Yeah, it was really it's, nice. Yeah. So, so, go ahead. No, I'm just reading. Apparently, people try to stray away from the lower Antelope Canyon that we did because specifically for the stairs. Hey, you know what? Some people just you know maybe they don't have the ability to go down the stairs, and you know that and it is a very steep. Um, climb down so yeah. I, I can get it for why some people because I think in terms of what type of physical ability you need to have to go down there I think you just need to be in reasonable shape but if you have like you know if you have like surgery in your leg and all that it's just you know it's really the stairs it's gonna kind of be something you have to think about yeah but just like in everything when you go in the hikes and canyons you just have to just assess what you can do when you know and make sure you do your homework by reading up on the site or the or even looking at youtube videos just make sure you're you come prepared yeah but um as far as you know why that was what we thought of antelope canyon to be honest with you it blew my expectations away it's better than the pictures that you see it's just yeah it was beautiful Right, I think, and I I would recommend this for anybody to go there. I mean, we didn't pay a whole lot. We only paid like with taxes and fees and everything. It was almost fifty dollars a person. Mm -hmm. So and, for an hour, for yeah. an for an hour, and and the crazy thing is that you you'll feel like it, it's it, it it felt longer than an hour in that canyon. Yeah, it felt like we were walking for a long time, but really we only walked half a mile. That's true. Yeah. So you, yeah, so, but and, it's beautiful. Yeah, we want to go back to Paige. There's a lot of things we didn't get to do, like Lake Powell. We want to kayak that, see if we can kayak down um, at the bottom of Horseshoe Bend. Um, remember that um, really tall tower looking mountain that we saw in the distance? Yeah. I think that's called Vermilion Cliff. Oh, okay. I want to see that. I was, I remember telling you I wanted to see that, but we never got to go. There, there is a lot of uh, really cool spots around Page as far as mountains are concerned. Mm -hmm. um, just the way they're carved, how like they're like a lot of mesa tops is yeah. what we saw, and the one she saw is like a very sh like a like a very short mesa top, but it's really tall. So it, it just looked really cool. I think Page overall is a beautiful place to see. But bring your own food. Yes. <laughs> Most mostly, but otherwise, if you if you're looking, if you really want to go to a restaurant, we do recommend State Forty Eight Tavern. Yeah, they have good customer service, good food, good drinks. Try it. Yeah, and then the next day we went to Flagstaff, and then we went to Beaver Street Brewery. Mm -hmm. It that, started to snow in Flagstaff. Right. It was. It was. It got cold. Yeah. Real quick. And then we topped it off by going to Sedona and having. Dessert. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of my favorite spots as far as dessert in the entire state is a little place called the Black Cow mm -hmm. in downtown Sedona. And why? I if, For many who know me, I love pie. And they make their own pies and make their own ice cream. So I, I just ordered myself a uh, apple crumb pie, heated up with uh, a la mode. That's the way to do it. Yeah, it was good. And keep in mind, you guys, we did this all in 24 hours. And um, I also wanted to apologize for my crazy Snapchats. I was pretty loopy <laughs> that night. And I yeah, just got a, a little. little wild. I wasn't even drunk, you guys. I First of all, I don't even get drunk. Yeah, it's... I don't know what you had. I mean, this was right after was dinner. Loopy. I think I was just loopy and tired and just like excited at the same time. <laughs> no, it, <laughs> there was a lot to be excited. I mean, we 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 were we just going to Actually, Cage and having I don't dinner. want to apologize. That's just me. That's just you. <laughs> Take it or leave it. 
So it was <laughs> overall, we, we, we love the trip. We definitely want to go back again. The one thing we want to do differently is, um, is uh, a kayak around Lake Powell. Yeah. And kind of see, have, be able to see the different uh, slots and all that. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll have to, yeah, for sure. We have to do that. So but, maybe we'll camp in Lake Powell. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's just that uh, we definitely, maybe, I don't know if in the summertime, I want to try to do it again, maybe either way after in the fall. What about Labor Day? Labor Day? So that'd be like September. It's still hot, right? I mean, yeah. Kind of. It's going to be know. warm. Well, it might be cooler there though. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Overall, good trip. It was a good Valentine's Day. Oh, you didn't tell them about what I got you for Valentine's Day. That's right. So, but obviously, if, if you guys don't know it yet, we love Game of Thrones. I love Game of Thrones. And she made me a box of chocolates. And I, I'm going to repeat, she made me a box of chocolates. So <laughs> I made him the box and the chocolates from right. scratch. <laughs> did you did you post that somewhere on your two? Uh, I know you put um, it on Snap. Yeah, but... no, I put it on Instagram. Instagram. Okay, yeah. so check out her Instagram. But basically, it's in the box. There's these three different types of chocolates she made. Let's read this to them. And they were all referenced to characters okay. of Game of Thrones. So first of all, I the first Valentine's Day we shared together, I made him a heart shaped pizza. And it wasn't cooked. It was just like the dough, like the frozen dough. Like I had shaped it into a heart and then I froze it. Think of Papa Murphy's. You have to take home and bake. It was a take and bake. Yep, <laughs> and then good. I got a plain pizza box and decorated it with his name on there and just made it all Valentine's day and then put the pizza in there. So this year I was like, oh, what if I just, you know, go back to the basics and get him a nice box of chocolates, but I make them instead. And, of course, I put my little Marlisa twist and made them a little bit healthier than the poisonous sugary ones that people typically get on Valentine's Day <laughs> that I love, by the, the way. You mean the carcinogenic ones that people, <laughs> the masses consume? Yeah. yeah. So, um, I made him the box and I made him the truffles. So, I made him three different types of truffles. One of them was a coconut cream that I called the Greyjoy. Do you want to read that to them? Yeah, it's she is very. I'm gonna give her this. She is very. You great. guys, I had this. Okay, first of all, I had the idea of homemade chocolates for a while, but then I saw a post on Instagram from Game of Thrones. It's like a Game of Thrones page. I don't know, but it was like, what did it say? It some, said something about watching Game of Thrones for Valentine's Day. Um, I think it doesn't have to do with uh, Yorin or like when he t has uh, captured uh, Yara on that ship and that mm -hmm. in that one. No. I don't think so. But I anyway, I got the idea. Anyways. It came up, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to make these chocolates named after Game of Thrones characters. So I made it work. Okay, read. let's read them. So the first chocolate was called the Greyjoy. And this is the description. Basically, an Almond Joy. This insanely delicious coconut cream-filled chocolate is sure to make you betray your closest friends and question your identity. Is that you, Reek? <laughs> <laughs> The next one is called the Jorah Mormont. A little bit of sweet and salty, kind of like the friend zone. This cookie dough truffle will make you want to beg, Khaleesi, please, find a cure for Grayscale and make sure you, and make you come back for more. <laughs> and finally, the Jon Snow, which actually was my favorite. Yep. Sure to never let you down, this loyal peanut butter cup classic is not so secret. A mix of Targaryen and Stark, black and gold. A perfect combo to rule Westeros. The trouble should be raising the dead and keeping you all warm and fuzzy through the coldest of winters. <laughs> so guys, just letting you know, if you ever want to buy a customized chocolate box, hit up Marlisa. Yeah. She'll you know what? You right I up. will do it and I'll make it plant-based just like I did with these. So the coconut cream, I basically got just like the coconut cream that you get in the can. And then I mixed it with just coconut flakes, added a little bit of honey, and there you go. I wanted to use the coconut nectar, but I couldn't freaking open the bottle, so I had to use honey. So I guess it's technically not vegan, I guess, because vegans don't eat honey. But it's, it's plant-based. Mostly, well, but I mean, but the whole point was that she she made it using the best ingredients. It just tasted good. Um, 
be honest with you, I was just surprised the way you make it. They would look very professional, just like yeah, yeah. surprised too. I just, I was like, how do you do? It? I didn't think they'd come out good, to be honest. Yeah, they they were amazing guys. <laughs> good so. thing they did. So for your Valentine's solutions, hit them or Lisa. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, that was our Valentine's weekend. It was fun. Loved it. Actually, this was probably the best Valentine's Day uh, ever. Was, yeah, I think so, so too, because we had like a mini trip. We, had a good uh, we did a lot. I'm exhausted, but um, yeah, we're going to go out tonight, though, because I am have a little bit of the after trip blues. Yeah, <laughs> same here. Um, but also, like, a, it's kind of, I'm also in that weird zone where, like, I only had, we, we, uh, we've been dri driving a lot the past couple days, and I You've probably have, like, past couple nights, uh, the past couple days yeah. only had, like, three hours of sleep, but I'm not sleepy at all right now. It's but, just, it's just yeah. hard for me to go to sleep after a trip. It's just, sometimes, it's just that because you sleep in a different bed, it kind of messes up your rhythm. Um, so, anyway, so usually a good night out is going to help you. Yeah. So since this is kind of like a post-Valentine's Day podcast, thought maybe we could um, go back to the beginning and see if we remember certain things about each other by doing like this little how well do you know your partner type quiz. What do you think? Oh, man. I, I don't know. Okay. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. All right. So pick a number one through 50. That'll be the question that I ask. We'll, we'll ask each other. Okay. So wait, you created a list of... No, I got this from the internet. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. The questions are from the internet. Let's go with question number one. Really? All right. Why not? <laughs> you said, you asked like... me to pick any question. I know, Why but I thought it was going to be... Okay. All right. What did they wear on the first date? So when was our first... Well, I guess we need to figure out what classifies as our first date. I think it was the Harry Potter night. Right, so... And I remember exactly what you and I were both wearing. So, what was I wearing? Go. Okay, so I remember that you were wearing... You were wearing denim pants, denim, a denim jacket, because it was a little cold. No, I wasn't I think, wearing a denim I think jacket. you were. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I think you were. I was not, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, but... I'm I was wearing sure. denim pants, but not a denim jacket. And you... Just we like have a picture, first of all. It's been a while. It's been over two years, Okay. I don't remember completely, to be honest with you. You got the denim pants right. And then you were, I think you were wearing your band shoes. No. No? I don't think so. Dang. I, then I don't really remember very well. Because I, I all I know is that you, it was a symphony. And typically in a symphony, you would dress up. And you weren't exactly, like, dressed up in a dress or anything like that. It was like, you were very casual. The only thing casual was my jeans. So I was wearing denim jeans, a gray shirt. It was like a V-neck gray shirt that like f was very flowy. And then I wore boots, my high heel boots. I don't remember you wearing boots. I was. Really? Mm -hmm. What was I wearing? You were wearing this blue button-down shirt, dressy black slacks, your black dressy shoes. See, that's really easy to remember. No, that's, it's not. That is super easy. It's not, though. I just actually remember because you looked really good. I just remember thinking like, oh my God. Wow, he's really like dressing up for me. Like he actually cares. Like, is this a date? Because back then, like we never called it. We didn't call it a date. We just planned this Harry Potter thing months in advance. Was it like in May we bought the tickets and then the Harry Potter concert was in October. And we didn't, real we didn't know that we would get to know each other so well. During those months. You know, the funny thing is, I, I thought that the opposite, because when you, you came in, I thought you were pretty casual. So I was thinking like, oh, she probably doesn't really... Really? Yeah, I thought you well, didn't really care a whole lot. Okay, it was a mind game. I wanted to be like, I don't want him to think I think it's a date, but I also don't want to, like, dress up way too much that he thinks I'm trying too hard. Well, you definitely did a good job of it because I, I didn't think you were trying. So I was like, what's that <laughs> to mean? Did I look bad? You didn't look bad. You, I mean, you still look beautiful. It's just that I think in a, in a, in just a from event, compared like, to you, because you had dressed no, up and well, like put in a lot of effort. Not, I didn't really put a whole lot of effort. It I thought it was like, did. like whenever you go to a certain place, when you go to a certain, like a symphony, mm -hmm. you typically dress up, and I didn't dress up as as much as you 
to people typically would, which is usually involves in a ties, a uh, dress shirt, dress slacks, dress shoes. Some you see the girls wearing dresses, mm-hmm. and I figure, well, I don't want to dress like that much. I just so I just why I just did a whole simple just cat, um, nice casual button up shirt, um, black denim pants, and black shoes. All right. But that was that's how that's how I remembered it. It was a good first date. We went for tacos afterwards. Yep, at Taco Guild. And we bumped DMX on the way there. Yep. <laughs> Do you remember that? Wow. I played y'all gonna make me lose my mind <laughs> up in here. <laughs> All right, it next question. Date. It was. Next question. Um, do you want me to just pick one? Yes. Who said I love you first? And this is actually an appropriate one for the weekend I we just celebrated. I said, I asked, I, I told her that I loved her. And this was <laughs> two years ago oh, on Valentine's Day. This is Day. getting really mushy. Yeah, Valentine's Day, I just told her, hey, I love you. <laughs> you didn't say, hey, I love you. <laughs> you okay. were like, I don't, did you say my name? Oh, you said, hey, babe. And I said, yeah. Because we were laying, like, we were just, like, chilling in your room. And you're like, you whispered it in my ear. And I had, I just got, I remember getting chills and like being shocked because on it, I think that's the first time I've actually like, it was just like extra special this time. I don't know, something about it was just like super, like, I just never felt that way when someone told me that, but it took me a while to say it back because I was just in shock and I was just like, oh my God, this, this moment, like I just was, I don't know, in awe of the moment, I guess. Yeah, you did take a little long because I was like, that pause made me realize, oh, shit. I was just, it caught me off guard. I was like, oh, my God. And then I just started, like, processing the moment. And I'm like, I love him, too. That's hilarious. But I said it back. What question number was that? Six. Six, okay. Just want to make sure. And it was on Valentine's Day. Yep. Yeah, so that's what makes it kind of even more special that it was two years almost two years ago today or yeah let's try question number 49 49 okay question number 49 (laughs) your partner wins the lotto how would they spend it i think we've asked each other this question before right and i remember you saying you'd buy like a decent car but not something that's overly crazy that people know you have money no, that's not what I said. I thought so. No, I I have this like to be honest with you, and Tesla. not to sound like like petty, but like I always like already th- think of the scenario exactly how it would unfold. And my and what I said was that the first thing I would do is I would pay off all my loans and debt if I had any. The good thing is that I'm almost done. I only have one credit card. Yeah, but. I would do, do that. The next thing would be to basically pay off my family's debt, see if they have any, provide them whatever they need. And then from there, is for me, is a house, my Tacoma, Toyota Tacoma, that's what I always wanted. And um, basically just uh, started investing it. Where would you buy the house? Um, and see, that's the thing. Like, I'm the type of person that, like, I... Obviously, it would be nice to have a really nice house, but not one that where it makes people think that oh, he got money. You know, I just I, I just have a thing where it's like I don't want to have I want to have nice things, but not too nice because I don't want so people insinuate I'm rich. You wouldn't want to use that money to like build your own business or something like. What business? See, I don't I, know. I, you see, could just you literally have the money to create whatever type of business you want. And but like, here's the thing: you'd like, have you, the you time could, to really create a business you, plan you, and. I mean, here's the thing, like, yeah, that could be another thing, but I don't know what kind of business I would want to have. I mean, like, let's let's talk about that. What type of business do you think I you can see me running right now? I, I can't think of anything. I really can't. Hmm. I mean, I've been working for, you know, Make these, your, you build these your financial own gym. institutions. You build your own gym. I don't want to deal with sweaty-ass people. You don't have to deal with them. You hire a, man, a gym manager to do it for you. Then what I'm doing... You're managing a gym and making that's, money. I thought, that's, I, thought, I thought that's what the manager is supposed to do. You so, run, you know what I mean. You're making money off this gym. You don't have to actually be there if you hire a man, someone to run it for you. Well, I'm the type of person that I want to make sure everything is done right. So I have to look at people. But then I feel like I'll be doing the manager manager job. Oh my god! So I'm micromanaging. Whatever. And that's gonna be a ter- it's gonna be that's a terrible idea. No, 
But where would, would you buy our house? Okay, so I would probably buy it either somewhere in like Tempe. There's like there was nice areas in Tempe. Oh, like, the area remember, that I love. Yeah, the there's a uh, area uh, close to the Alamo in Tempe. I don't know if you guys uh, there's a movie theater called the Alamo, and it's one of the coolest theaters to go to. You'd the win seats. the lottery and buy a house yeah. in Tempe. Yeah. But also, I want to. That's the whole. What a humble I, man! I would. Hey, it, it'd be a nice. It's a nice house hidden away in in a certain part of Tempe. Oh, I'll the, still keep it, okay. I'll keep well, the it area far. on Warner and Rule, that's a nice area. There's actually like mansions there. But wouldn't you want? Well, like not, a, not ma- you want they're like, not mansions. They're, they're just huge. Really nice, they're nice. They're nice. They're at least mansions. million dollar homes. They're not million dollar homes. They're bet. like bet. I bet you. I've 50, looked actually before. I bet you three boxes of Thin Mints that I, you're Okay, because I've actually already looked in that area. And that, I, well, you know the that house I, I want is not a million dollars. It's way less than that. So there you go. You're so cheap, even when you win the lottery. How, okay. Wow. So, listen to that, folks. She says, I want I want a house less than a million dollars. She says, I'm cheap. Okay. That makes a lot you, of sense. If you win the lottery? Yeah. All right. How much is the lottery, bro, by the way? We haven't even discussed how much. Well, it's usually a couple billion, isn't it? It's not a couple billion. Isn't it? No, not really. Or mm-hmm. no, it's at least a hundred, a couple hundred million. We'll see. I mean, it depends on how many people win it. So you but you them. could buy, you know, you could buy a home, homes all over the, the world. You could buy one in Hawaii. You could rent it out in the meantime, make money through Airbnb. I don't know. Well, first of all... See, that's what I would do. I would invest in, like, different vacation homes so I can, like, rent them out through Airbnb or something. So, wait, like. what do you want to do for a business? Because there's a lot of things you want there's, to do. <laughs> there's a lot of there's things want to do. There's a lot of things. Do. You want to pretty much be everything and do anything. I know. I'm... Yeah. I'm very... Uh, I flip-flop. Sometime, some days I want to be an astronaut. Other days I want to be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that doesn't really take a whole lot of money to invest. As a matter of fact, it takes no money. But, All right, next question. But wait, hold up. It's kind of interesting you bring that up. You talk about hosting. Did, uh, and, you know, what do you think of that? Oh, you, you definitely, yeah. you do, we're talking about how you definitely want to host people over. I know. So I have this crazy idea, you guys. So I follow a couple hiking groups on Facebook. And there's this one girl that posted on this woman's Facebook that I follow, Facebook group that I follow she basically sold all of her stuff, bought a camper, and is going... She has a job, luckily, that she is she can travel with. She's a traveling CNA, certified nursing assistant, I guess, I think. <laughs> um, and she's basically going to be traveling the world in her camper and just going to live her life like that. And it just, like, it, it kind of inspired me because she... I, I was telling her, she was asking which hiking group she can follow um, and possibly like meet up with some people in the area. And I was like, oh, you need to follow the Arizona hiking group. And then she asked me, she's like, hey, are you in, are you in Arizona? And I'm like, yep. But that got me thinking she's probably going to want to meet up and hike with me, which is fine. I would love to do that. Um, but I'm also just like curious, like these types of people that just like leave, you know, their normal lives to travel the world and kind of just like live very minimalistic um, and simple but yet adventurous like I'm just curious what their mindset is what drives them to do this and how they plan it like what goes into planning this like how much do they save up I'm just curious like I guess what what their mental is like for them to do something like this so I was like thinking I'm like okay I'm probably gonna meet up with her I get to, like, you know, talk to her about what drove her to do this, how she planned. But I also, like, took it a step further, and I'm like, babe, what do you think, like, would you be open to having her here, like, spend the night, and we can, like, cook her a home-cooked meal? Because I know if I were traveling the world like that in a camper, I mean, I would really appreciate it if someone actually let me sleep in a bed and actually, like, cooked me a warm meal. I don't know. So I just, and I love to host people. I love to cook. Um, so I just, I don't know, it was a crazy idea that I thought of. And I'm like, what if we just regularly host people that live this lifestyle? We can provide them a bed, a home-cooked meal, and they can just tell us, give us insight onto this, like, into this crazy life that they live. I don't know. But he was, of course, very um, skeptical about the idea. 
Listen up. Which I get. Yep. I get it. But. You're very cautious, very protective of me and our little Well, it's, I, I our don't think it's, it's not so much as cautious. I think it's just, you know, would you, even if it's someone that you know from Instagram that has a full large following, would you allow that person to live in your own place? Not because live. No, not live. Definitely well, even spend one night, and this is a person you only strictly know only because of what you see on Instagram, but here's the which, thing. well, hold on, hold up, real, real quick, which you only know right. by the best foot they put forward in Instagram, which everybody knows it's like, it's always like the, the beautiful part of their life that right. you can see. Whereas it's kind of like they spend one night and it's kind of like, okay, you're going to see the real person. Which you don't know who what type of person that is. I know, no, but here's the thing: I would, I'm, I feel like I'm a good judge of character, but I wouldn't just Im- invite them into our home right off the bat. I feel like I would have to, like, you know, hang out with her first and get a feel for who she is and her behavior, and you know what I mean. I mean, I mean, I <laughs> is that crazy? okay. I guess I, don't I mean know. if you I like I, to do spontaneous things. I mean, like now that, that if, you, if you put it that way, see, I, I made it sound like you just wanted to invite somebody. Who no, I'm not going to just like message her on Instagram, and be like, I know we never met, but do you want to spend the night? Like, I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> to. I know it sounds no, crazy. We just met. Let me cook you a meal. <laughs> she's like, she's probably going to think I'm going to poison her or something. I feel like she would be the one who'd be like, hell no, I'm not spending the night with a stranger. Yeah, I mean, but. I'll, I'll give you that. You definitely, um, it's, it's a def- interesting store, uh, idea. Um, but then, I don't know. I, 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 we would have to see that how that first meeting will go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it kind of opened up a conversation between me and EJ thinking, like, could we ever do something like that? Like, just leave our jobs, leave our life. Well, not our life, but leave what we've become, you know, what we've known to become normal for us. See, this is the thing with me. It's to like travel if, the world like if that. I knew that if I took the year off, but knew 100% certainty that I would get my job back just in case of something, nothing else works out, I'd be down for that. I would be. And, and I think what makes me hesitant is that, that I don't know if that's an actual, I don't think that's realistic of, of an expectation to have. Okay, here's how I think about it. Like, I mean, I, I like my job. I'm very lucky to have a job where I can travel. Um, but am I passionate about my job? There's some things in my job that I can draw passion from, I guess, if that makes sense. But I can't say that I actually am doing what I love and getting paid to do what I love. So, um, so this is a thing I thought of too, is that there are people like, like what Marlisa said, that ventured the, out in the world for a whole year. I think just to jump into that is a bit extreme, which I, which leads me to the idea that we should try a two-week challenge versus a week see how we would do yeah i mean the as far as transportation we were talking about running out of van to kind of like do that whole van life movement at least a mini version of it a two-week version a two-week version and see how that goes travel around the states to go to the national um parks just living life in it through a different lens yeah thinking about it, i think i could do it but then I don't know. I think it takes a lot of planning and just like, you know, but I think that at least two weeks, we can definitely get two weeks off of work. Yeah. We just have to get, see it, you know, obviously the whole approval thing, but as far as the experience, what, 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 what are you looking to gain out of this? I think is the big thing a lot of people are thinking, do you think? It's more just like to challenge myself and just to like, see if I can do it. Like how... I don't know, just to basically challenge myself and see what it's like to live as close to off the grid as I can. <laughs> I mean... I've you, always wanted to, like, see what... Get a little bit of taste of that life to see if it suits me well. You know, I, I like the, the idea. I like the challenge. Um, I always think of myself as someone who always tries to prepare for every situation. And I, I think know. this would be kind of a really cool This would definitely test. put you out of your comfort zone. Well, it'll put me... It'll test me how well I, you know... I can handle life outside of my comfort zone. And, and keep in mind, you're literally going to be spending 24 hours, seven days a week with me for two weeks. With bears, cougars. You know you don't spend that much time with me right now. Well, I mean, pretty close. I mean, we um, live with you. Not really, we live 40 together. hours out of the week. 
That's 40 extra hours. Actually, with your gym time, it's like 50 extra hours. Wow. Not if I spend night work outside, then oh it's like, because I don't, you know, I don't know. Unfortunately, you can't keep up with me running, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, I, be, I would welcome the challenge, and you know, you don't know me. I'd love to be with you, so I think I can handle You're that. You're so sweet. See, guys, he's such a good talker. Wait, are we doing this quiz? Um. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, but... Right. Um, Speaking of challenges... Yeah, so... You have... You're doing, like, the Spotify challenge where you're, like, listening to... You like you made up, like, a list of albums that you want to listen to this year. Or artist. And right. then you listen to every album of that artist. Correct. So, I think I have... Let's see. One, two, three, four... I have about maybe... At the minimum, at least a hundred <laughs> artists that I'm gonna be listening to. For, it's, it's, so oh, the, the whole challenge is that there are a hundred artists I have listed in this little book I have, where I want to listen to every album that artist created. Okay, the so first, you do for, realize that if you break it down, since you have a hundred artists, you have to listen to every album of that artist every three to four days. Yeah, that's what I'm starting to find out quickly because um, <laughs> you when chose right, so I chose the very first uh, uh, album or artist I'm listening to is Carlos Santana, and and the, this kind of is a little bit of the rules. One of the rules is that you have to listen to every album. That means every song you are not allowed to skip. You have to so... you have to with the best of your honest honesty and your ability listen to every song whether you like it or not. So that's right now. I'm in album number 19 of Santana. He has like a 38 of them. So I need to start be a little, um, you know, pick up the pace, start listening to more songs every day. So I have a long ways to go, but I'm going to try to get as far as I can. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, what about you? Don't you have any uh, challenges you your place on yourself? The music challenge? The Spotify well, one? Not Spotify, but anything period that you're, you know, you want to try. I know we're in February is almost done. Mm-hmm. If we're about to get into March. We're almost done with the th- first quarter of the year. Yeah. What, well, what, do you, what do you got going on? I'm going to do a triathlon this year. <laughs> you are? Yeah. You're going to do an Ironman? No, not an Ironman. The sprint one, okay? The mini, <laughs> the quarter of an uh, Ironman. The, 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 <laughs> Is it a it's, quarter? No, it's, it's not even a quarter. It's so like it's like, eighth like of an Ironman. it's really the, it's like the equivalent <laughs> of a miniature golf. Oh my God. Wow. Not to put it down, wow. but when I but see it. it, it <laughs> well, it's still a triathlon, so... Anyway, um, that, definitely want to get more into my piano. I feel like I haven't played, and yeah, I just feel like I haven't played in a while, and I feel like I'm kind of losing it. Um, I'm doing the Spotify challenge with you, remember? I wrote a list of myself. But where, I, where are you then? I've listened to every album of Slender Bodies, Magic City Hippies, Cautious Clay, I've gotten three down so far. Yeah, but you listen to those like every day. <laughs> I know. Like every day, even before get, okay, the challenge. Question, do you, you get tired of my road trip music, don't you? Well, I think you have these songs because uh, that he, you play okay. all the time. I before. listen to a lot of mellow music. Right, but here's the thing. I think in my mind, you picture those as the perfect road trip music. That's why you play it all the I time. I like it for me because when I'm road tripping, I like to just zone out and just like be in chill mode. And like... You know, the slower music tends to put me in that mode. But you, road trip is more like a hype. Like, let's, oh, let's get, you know, getting hype and, like, getting excited for it. And, like, you need upbeat music, fast, hardcore, like, metal. Well, to be honest with you, it helps, especially when you're driving for long that's distances. True. So, okay. mellow music and long distance driving is not exactly okay. a good mix. See, that's a good point because I'm usually in the passenger side, so I like it to be chill. But I could see how being in the driver's side, I'd want something more upbeat. Right. Okay. So, but okay. anyways. I get it. Okay. Well, anyways, so what I would like to do, maybe I'll meet up with that girl. And maybe we can get her on the podcast. Can I meet up with her too? Can <laughs> wow. we meet up together? Why do you want to meet her? Well, just, just with you. I'm just it's like, <laughs> I feel like I need to make sure our screenest person, make sure they're like not like well, a serial killer. We're not going to invite her into our home unless we both agree on it. Okay, so we both go. Yeah, okay. You can All come right. with me, yeah. Cool. Great. All right. It's wonderful. Well, so I think we're going to go out right now. We're going to Cobra Arcade. Okay. 
I can't believe we have to pay for the games now. That's I think that's well, still how dumb. else are they gonna make their money? By with selling by booze. <laughs> yes, that's that's how like every bar does it. But do they realize they're running like a casino now? It's like we they get you drunk and it makes you want to buy more tokens. Smart. Mm, it's I guess. smart. I mean, the, the only thing is that the game is that they have all these retro games, and that's kind of the only reason why people go. It's yeah. nice. But anyway, we're gonna have all fun right. tonight. It's gonna be great. Um, thanks for listening to us, guys. I'll see you guys later. Take it easy. Later. Bye. Bye. Ha <laughs> ha.